What is up, you guys? Welcome to the Don't Forget to Love podcast with me, Mara Sullivan. Before I jump into this episode, I just want to do a little catch up. You guys really are like my friends. I hate the word followers. I'm so grateful for you guys listening and supporting and downloading and sharing. I see my numbers growing and you guys sending me little messages here and there telling me what you like, what you get out of these, what's resonating with you. We really are becoming a little community and I'm sending you guys so much love and gratitude Happy 4th of July if you are listening to this on the day it comes out. Happy summer. I hope you guys are enjoying your summer so far. I've been having so much fun. A lot of it has been unplanned, which I think is really what summer is all about, the spontaneity, especially for someone like me who is very much a planner. I'm definitely not type A, like I'm not super strict about have I'm not super strict about everything, but I do plan a lot. I like to know what I'm doing, where I'm going. I like to be as prepared as possible. But one of the best things about summer and about life in general are those special moments that happen that, you know, we don't plan for. And I've been having a lot of those lately. So a little over two weeks ago, I actually went to New York City to see Christian Seriano, my favorite fashion designer in person. He and the judges of Project Runway had a live discussion about this new season of Project Runway the day before the premiere, which was Wednesday the 14th. And guys, I am never off on Wednesdays like ever. It's literally my busiest, like longest workday. But I happened to have off that Wednesday a few days before I was scrolling through Instagram stories which I try not to do because it really does take up so much of my screen time and one of my goals this summer is to lower my screen time significantly which is hard of course because I create content but I was scrolling through stories and saw this Project Runway Live event on Christian Seriano's story it was ticketed and I was like oh my god I can see him in person I immediately bought tickets bought a bus ticket not only did I get to see Christian Seriano in person but he was having a sample sale at his studio in Soho and I got to shop his collection in person which is so rare because this stuff is mostly mostly sold exclusively online he doesn't have like a regular retail store that's open all the time yet for those of you who do not know fashion is my first love fashion has always been a passion of mine it's something I love and love to study and consume I was in sewing school for a minute when I was younger I also got into modeling a little bit too I am obsessed with New York City. I have been since I was a child. The first time I watched the full season of Project Runway was actually Christian Seriano's season, which is why I'm a huge fan. It was season four. I was nine years old. I kid you not, I remember watching the final episode with my mom. I was sitting on our living room floor. I remember the judges complaining about Christian using too much black. I really did not think he would win, but I was definitely rooting for him wholeheartedly, and he won. Um, of course, I had the shoes from his Payless collection back in the day. If, shout out to you if you remember that because that is like OG. Um, but yeah, I have always loved Christian. It's so crazy. Um, I started getting back into fashion earlier this year. I resubscribed to Vogue like two months ago. I started watching Project Runway reruns and I started watching Making the Cut, which is the show Tim Gunn left Project Runway to do and Christian Seriano replaced Tim Gunn on Project Runway. I also started watching The Hype, which is on HBO Max. It's like Project Runway, but it's in LA. Offset is one of the judges. I love that show too. It's really good. If you like 
Project Runway, you'll like the hype. So I definitely recommend checking it out. Um, I brought Christian Seriano's Coffee Table book. I really like had a rekindling with the fashion world and then boom, like I had no idea I was going to get to see him in person in New York City with the rest of the judges of Project Runway and shop his sample sale. I mean, like talk about alignment and getting back the energy you put out. Um, of course, you can watch Project Runway on Bravo every Thursday at 8. This is the all-star season. If you're watching, I am rooting for Bishmi. He's from Baltimore, and so he's from my hometown. And it's so crazy because the season that I have been re-watching the past few weeks was Bishmi's original season. He was on season 17. Um, the stars have literally just aligned, and the fashion gods have been ever in my favor. So this whole little fashion rant kind of goes along with my episode today, which is about figuring out your passions and your career um, career goals, your jobs, your um, navigating, having to make money, but also doing what you love, maybe going to school for a certain thing and figuring out that you actually don't want to be in that field or taking a job you thought would be amazing, but it's not like it's not for you or thinking you have to thinking that you already have your life perfectly planned out but then life decides to take you in a different direction and you have to reroute so much of our identities is tied to what we do and it can be really hard especially in your 20s to figure out what the heck you're doing and trying to make things come together and be cohesive and having dreams and a vision for your life and work like working your way there and if you are already living your dream life you know maybe you're figuring out how to keep um, getting better and maintain your success the world we live in now just more and more people are being a lot more flexible and are viewing work a lot differently than we did like even five years ago just because the world has changed so quickly and so much in a short period of time so I, I will be taking a deep dive today into career paths, um, jobs, side hustles, finding your purpose, doing your passion. A lot of times we're kind of taught that we have to pick one thing and we can't do our passion and have a quote unquote real job. I actually hate that phrase. It's one of my biggest pet peeves is when people say real job, but I get it. Like we all have to make a living. Having a job that offers benefits is great. I'm a huge advocate for retirement plans, 401k, having a savings. Um, is basically like my love language, but especially since the pandemic, the majority of the world's de definition of having a quote unquote real job has pretty much been thrown out the window. Like people who work traditional jobs have realized the importance of knowing how to do more than one thing and not putting all your eggs in one basket. I'm naturally a person who's just always liked different things, but you know, they've all, they all go together. Like Childcare, working with kids and families is like the first thing that I was very good at. And the first thing that I made real money doing, I've also gotten good at customer service and learning how to interact with different types of people in very high stress environments. I didn't realize it until the pandemic, but I'm very calm in chaos, knock on wood. <laughs> like, you know, but I think it is one of my superpowers. It really it takes a lot for me to get unraveled and stressed, super anxious and like really nervous or angry or pissed off. But like, of course, the flip side of that is when something or someone does take me there like they better take cover because my face alone has no chill like I have a decent poker face but when I'm really not feeling something or I get crossed the wrong way my facial expressions alone can ruin somebody's whole day like my face has no chill I'm a Scorpio it just is what it is but 
that is something that I have learned about myself just through working, through experience. Um, I am pretty good with kids. I'm pretty good with people. I'm good at staying calm, dealing with chaos, managing stress and pressure. Again, knock on wood because I can say all this now and then something happens and I'll be going crazy. But for the most part, I have um, just been very blessed with like a calm, peaceful energy, no matter like what the situation. So I, I'm grateful for that. Uh, I was very blessed to also just grow up in a very calm home and environment. Like I just naturally was not raised around a lot of noise and chaos and stress. I realize now like what a privilege um, that is. And that has been pretty rare. You know, I've seen from so many different people. It is rare to grow up in like a calm home life. I used to be jealous of other people because I was not raised with money or material stuff. But the love and peace that I was brought up in, it means so much more now and has had just such a major impact on my life and where I am. So I'm just grateful. Shout out to my mom. She listens to these episodes. Um, I love you so much. But yeah, I've got pretty good life skills and work ethic, but not in the traditional way. I went to college. I got a bachelor's and a master's degree I did well in school got a good job but I've never been like a climbing the corporate ladder type of person um I was never obsessed with making a certain amount of money or having to have a big title or a big position and there's nothing wrong with any of that but that's just never been me I'm an artist at heart Uh, everyone knows uh, creativity and being an artist in any type of way is the most untraditional life path like artists do not follow rules they do whatever they want they don't do what everyone else is doing they don't want to be like everyone else I've kind of always marched to the beat of my own drum I've never cared about fitting in I've always kind of just did my own thing um, I know a lot of people, especially my age in your 20s and any age, really, but especially in your 20s are trying to figure things out. What do you want to do with your life? We all know we need to make money. Traditional jobs can be draining and stressful and take over our whole lives. You might have something you're really passionate about, but don't have the time to do it or you're scared to pursue it. Maybe you have a job, but you don't know if it's your actual career or something you want to keep doing. We all have responsibilities, bills, finances. Um and a lot to take into consideration when it comes to the work we do. When it comes to making money, I recommend making a list of the things you actually want the money for. Because sometimes people are like, I want to be a millionaire, billionaire. I want I want to make six figures. It's like, cool, but why? For what? What do you want to do with it? And get really specific about what exactly you want to spend money on. Financial security, for what? Do you want it for health care, retirement? Retirement to do what? Freedom, great. Freedom to do what? Help people, amazing. Help people do what? A house, a car, cool. What kind of house? What kind of car? Take care of your family. That can be awesome, but take care of them by doing what? providing what and the reason I recommend getting specific about what it is you actually want is not just so you have goals and clarity and direction but also because you don't always need money for the things you want sometimes we give money way too much power I grew up with a single mom with very little money, but I always had everything I needed. And I had an amazing childhood, not because she made a lot of money, but because she had a prayer life. And I learned when you're connected to Jesus, he can give you things that you don't have the money for. It sounds preachy, but I'm telling you what I know and what I've lived and experienced. We'd have nothing in the house, but God would send a family member to randomly take me shopping for clothes without anyone having to ask. You know, like we'd be invited to dinner with people or someone would give me 
me something crazy, like a whole laptop they didn't need anymore and were about to sell, but, you know, would ask me if I wanted it first. Um, beautiful places to live without the right credit scores because favor is more powerful than money. So stop limiting yourself and your life by thinking the only way you can get what you want is by having more money. God can send you people, send you checks in the mail from nowhere, put you in the right places at the right time with the right people and do more than what you can think, dream or imagine. Money is great. We all need it to live, but it's not your alpha and your omega because even when you have all the money you need, there will be times in your life when your six, seven, eight figures won't be able to help you and you're going to need help from someone who has more power and more influence than your bank account. Facing a health crisis, fertility, something as minor as like needing to get a seat on a full flight or needing a job, house, car that you know you're not qualified for. There are so many things that money cannot buy you. So make sure you're not obsessing too much over money and how much you make and how much you need and how much you have. You can get the things you want, need, desire without having the money for them. I know because it's, it happens to me every single day. So make sure you keep that in mind. When it comes to figuring out what you want to do, which path you want to take, also think about the general things you love and love doing. For me, faith, working with children, and creating content through media are areas that I love. I also, like I just said, I love art, I love fashion, creativity. I work in childcare full-time currently, but like most of us, I have other things and interests that I like to explore. I grew up in church, and I started working with my church's media ministry when I was about 15 years old, and it's it's a pretty big church, and so we're on radio, TV, Streamline, so I learned how to operate cameras and soundboards and graphics and I really loved it so that kind of helped me to you know in the long run start this podcast completely on my own and do my own graphic for the cover and get comfortable with things like editing and doing a lot of behind the scenes work I don't know of course like I didn't know that I wanted to start a podcast when I graduated college this is just something that I literally had interest in at the end of last year so also keep in mind that you don't have to know every single thing you want to do nine times out of ten none of us really do Um, I got lucky in college to work a job that I loved and I ended up staying there when I graduated and then the pandemic hit and I had to work other jobs for a while and learn more about what I like and didn't like and what I'm good at and not good at. I worked at a library for a while and ended up kind of hating it. I love working with kids, especially babies. So I got into nannying and I did that most for most of the pandemic because People had to work from home and they couldn't send their kids to daycare or to grandma's house and things like that. And then once things began to open back up, I was able to go back to my original job, which I really love. So sometimes you'll have to be flexible and try new things. Our 20s really are for exploring and getting to know ourselves and figuring out what we want, what we don't want. It's okay to change your mind as well. Like it's okay to not be good at something or end up not liking something you thought that you would love. Don't put yourself in a box and remember that most of us have so many different talents and different skills and different gifts. Sometimes you only learn what you're good at and what's for you by failing or getting rejected at other things. We're not really taught that we can do more than one thing. And that's obviously because we need stability and we need structure. 
We need to earn a living, but sometimes it does take a while to figure out what your thing is and figure out how you can add on other things if you know you want to do more. Focus on what you're good at and what comes naturally to you and what you realistically need to do and are able to do with where you are right now. Don't let having to like take a certain job right now discourage you and make you feel like you can't do anything else for the rest of your life. My favorite quote, you guys know if you've been listening, is Oprah Winfrey's quote, do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. Handle your business, take care of your responsibilities. But if you know you want to do something else in the future, plan your next move. Don't be small minded or get stagnant or settle when you know you want to do more and you know you want more out of life figure out how to make it happen we have more advantages today to do what we want than ever before in history like the opportunities so many of us have now is crazy if you own a smartphone that right there is enough to change your life if you use it to your advantage so make sure that you are just really taking advantage of all of your resources remember that sometimes you don't need to wait until you're ready or until you feel like everything is perfect and the circumstances right sometimes you just have to jump whether you're ready or not life sometimes is like ready or not here i come like time waits for no man um If there's something you know deep down you really want to do, more often than not, the hardest thing to do is to just start. When I wanted to do a podcast and I realized all I really needed was a microphone and my laptop, Kenzie Elizabeth, one of my favorite influencers, told me to get a snowball mic. I ordered a $50 snowball mic from Amazon, hooked it up to my laptop, downloaded a free audio editor, which is Audacity. It is what I use to record this episode. If you guys are interested in starting your own podcast, I use Audacity. Um, it's free. Got, like I said, a $50 snowball mic hooked it up to my laptop. I watched a YouTube video on um, like how to use the audio editor and like how to use the software. And because I had already had some experience with audio and editing, making graphics, I could do it all on my own. If I had told myself that I needed to wait until I had a recording studio or until I had top of the line equipment, until I had a producer, I would have never started. I can upgrade to all of that stuff later, but just starting where you are with what you have and getting whatever it is that you want to do, just getting it off the ground is the most important. If you do have a more traditional job and you enjoy it, but you feel like it takes up your entire life or you want to do more, even if that's just having more fun, find just 10 minutes a day to do something you enjoy or learn something to do or explore an interest. If you're a lawyer, but you like to paint, you know, like go to the Dollar Tree, get some basic paint, paper, watercolor, easy and no cleanup and just paint once a week. Like you don't have to spend real money or a ton of time on it, but if it's something you enjoy and it makes you happy, make the time to do it. If you're a nurse, but you like to bake, make the time to do that. I think sometimes people get so in their head about not having the the time when the truth is instead of not going out for drinks after work or going home and zoning out Um, watching TV every night. Most people have the time to do more of what they want. You just have to make that time. Um, Doing things like simply changing your clothes when you get home from work can make all the difference in the world. If you come home from work and stay in your work clothes, it is so much harder to relax. Like that's fact is scientifically proven layout loungewear the day before that you can easily change into when you get home from work. If you don't do that already, I just wanted to throw that in there because it makes a huge difference. 
purpose and calling, in my opinion, are those things you're just born to do. So I'm going to like touch on some of that as well, because it kind of does go along with, you know, finding your job and your career path and figuring out what you what you want to do. Um, so, yeah, purpose and calling. Sometimes it's not a job you get paid to do. Purpose in most of our lives is like the big picture, that overall general thing that someone does. Jay Shetty, you guys know I love him. He, ha- he has like the number one health and podcast health and wellness podcast in the world. He's incredible, but he says his purpose is to help other people discover their purpose. So it's like, it can be something that's not your job, but it's the over, it's the outcome or result of our work. Um, so like Jay Shetty has books, he has a podcast, he has a school, he has coaching clients, he has many different quote unquote jobs, streams of income, but they're all under the same umbrella aligning with his overall life's purpose, which is helping other people discover their purposes in life. Calling is like those different jobs or those different hats that he wears. He's called to help certain people in his coaching practice. He's called to do certain interviews with a high with high profile people that don't like doing interviews but they feel comfortable with him because he's called to that specific thing he's called to write books um calling is the work we do um like this plus this plus this equals our overall life's purpose i wanted to use jay as an example because you know he's clear about what his purpose is but he also has a lot of different quote-unquote jobs so when thinking about purpose and calling you can kind of break it up like that um calling is the work we do and um those different things that you do, even if you have, whether it's multiple streams of income, whether it's different jobs, like I said, this plus this plus this equals your overall life's purpose. So when you're thinking about your life and career path and jobs and following your heart and passions, it can also be helpful to work backwards. Think about what you think about what your overall life's purpose is and even what you want to want it to be and which paths will help you get there. For some people, it's to raise a family. For some women, it really is to be a mother. Um, Same with fathers. For Steve Jobs, it was probably to change the world through technology. I heard Jeff Bezos say that the goal of Amazon is to be the Earth's most customer-centric company. For him, customer satisfaction is the foundation of his entire Amazon empire. Obviously, his purpose in his business and his life you know, his life, life's purpose can be two different things. But the point is to think about the big picture and what you really want to do with your life, not too big or too small. If you want to garden every day and you think that's what you're solely called to do, be the best at it that you can be. It's not what you do, it's how you do it. And so that's something that's also really important to keep in mind. That's what separates the good from the great. There are 450 players in the NBA, but there's only one LeBron James. Like there's 449 other basketball players are playing basketball, but he's playing in a in a different way than everyone else. So remember that it's not what you do, it's how you do it. And it doesn't matter how many other people are already doing the same thing. Just think about how will you do it in a way that stands out. Steph Curry is actually my favorite basketball player but I just watched the LeBron James movie and so he popped in my head first um, but don't hold yourself back by thinking the industry is oversaturated or there are already too many people doing the same thing new music comes out every single day there are so many new artists that come out every single day there's a whole new NBA draft of, of players last week there is room for you and for what you want to do um, tell yourself that if you need to just remind yourself of that there is room for you in whatever field you want to go into no matter how many people are already doing it because they might have the same 
general title as singer or a chef or whatever, but it's not the same thing. Like you guys won't be doing it the same way. So just remember to keep that in mind. Following passion and pursuing your dreams. Sometimes people straight up quit their jobs to pursue their passions. I'm working on my job and working on my passion at the same time. It really looks different for everyone depending on where you are in your life and what your financial circumstances. Again, I believe you can have or do both. I know that I'm called called to do the job that I'm currently doing, but I'm also called and have a passion to create content and help and inspire people online. I talk about Lauren Bostick all the time and the Skinny Confidential. If you've been listening for a while, you've heard me say this before, but Lauren Bostick, who runs one of the most successful blogs and businesses and podcasts in the world, she was just in Forbes last week. I love her so much. I use her ice roller every single day. She's like my literal hero. I cannot wait to meet her one day, but she always says if you're a creator or you want to start your own business, whatever it is, get a service job first, like a bartender, server. For her, she was a cocktail waitress when she first started the Skinny Confidential blog 12 years ago. She recommends doing your job at night and working on your business, passion project, whatever it is during the day. If your work schedule, like schedule or work allows, that's a good option depending on your situation. But if you really want to do it, you have to, you know, it, it will take hard work, sacrifices, late nights, early mornings, discipline, but it'll be so worth it in the long run. For me, I work on creating content on my days, um, like on, sorry guys, on my days off and on my lunch breaks, before work, after work, um, brainstorming ideas, outlining, researching. You really have to find time and do your best to make your schedule work for you. I've never been a fan of the five-year plan, but something about turning 25 this year and feeling so close to 30, that's like, wow, like I'm not a kid anymore. As of being 25 isn't basically being a glorified two-year-old, like let's be honest, but in five years, I'm gonna be 30, and so I'm really getting more clear about what I want my life to look like, where I wanna be. Obviously, we cannot plan everything. Life happens. We plan and God laughs like we all know that saying but it is nice to have some general sense of direction and some clarity about what you want your life to look like long term so that you can start living your life today in alignment with where you want to be in the future think about what is realistically possible for you right now what can you afford to do quitting my job to pursue podcasting full-time was not a realistic option for me right now like I have to work and I enjoy my work I'm called to do what I'm currently doing and I'm able to do both even though I can't get you know a podcast up every single day I can post on Lemonade and create contents there every single day so it's about what you can like doing what you can with where you are do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. I've seen a lot of people say, don't look for your job, look for your career, which yes, but that's not always realistic. Most people have to work different jobs and do different things to find out their career path or to get to their career path. A job can turn into a career through promotions, raises, all kinds of different ways, depending on the options available. And sometimes you need 
your job to pursue your long-term career. Big cities like New York, Nashville, LA are great examples where everyone has different jobs, but they're pursuing their bigger dream or career. Like the movie La La Land, where the girl works at, I can't remember, Emily, I can't remember her last name. You guys are going to kill me for not knowing her last name. (laughs) You guys know the girl from La La Land. She had, um, she worked at a coffee shop, but she it's like going on auditions every chance that she can get. I have friends who work in the box office on Broadway in New York and they perform at clubs at night. Models who work in retail during the day and do shoots or gigs when they get off. It's all about what you want to do and what's realistic and possible for where you are. Be in environments and around people in fields and work that you're interested in one thing that's really been improving my life so much lately is really having to think about myself as a brand and it sounds more like (laughs) off-putting than it is I'm not thinking of myself as like a product or something material but the whole content creator influencer world is about branding as um You know, as I move towards building my website and growing my community, planning podcast episodes and posts, I've really had to think about what is on brand for me. I've had to hone in on my vibe and my aesthetic and things that are true to who I am. My personality traits, like when people think of Mara, what do they think about? A good way of thinking about, um, another way of thinking about what I mean is thinking about someone getting you something for like your birthday or for Christmas, Um, someone who really knows you and wants to get you something that will be special and meaningful or just fun for you. They have to know your personality. They have to know some of the things you like so that when they're walking around the store, they see something and they're like, oh, this is so Mara or this is so Taylor or this is so Alex, whatever your name is. What are the things I associate with me and things that are quote on brand for me? I love romance. I literally keep roses in my room at all times. We all know at this point that I love love. I think me and John Legend were like brother and sister twins in another life because I swear every time I listen to his music or just hear him speak and talk about love and how much he loves love, it's like he's literally been in my head. (laughs) Like, yeah. But I also love travel. I love Jesus and church. I love art in all forms, fashion, music, photography, books. I love creative things and creators and artists and people who are original and do things untraditionally. Being untraditional is also pretty on brand for me. <laughs> like, But I do have an old soul, and so I'm both traditional and untraditional. I love classic, timeless things. I love old movies, old music. I listen to the Tony Bennett station on Apple Music almost every single day. It plays all of the old, beautiful um like classic songs i love stations because you can get um art you can get like that artist music but also similar artists with the same vibe and get to discover even more music i just discovered diana crawl her music plays a lot on the tony bennett station they actually have an album together i think but she she also has that like classic romantic timeless vibe that i love i'm also really passionate about health and wellness lifestyle being very mindful of what you're putting in your body and making sure people know that every area of your life affects all the other areas. And so lifestyle and habits are very important. I hardly ever wear makeup. I love natural. So those are like a few things that are really like 
quote on brand for me. And these are like my personality traits. So think about things that align with you and your personality and start surrounding yourself with those things. And bigger opportunities will show up for you to do more to do those things even more. So that is it for this episode, guys. If you enjoyed it, make sure that you rate and review this podcast. DM me anytime with questions or topics you want me to cover. My Instagram is at Mara P. Sullivan. You can also find me on Limit 8 at Mara P. Sullivan. I post on there every single day. That is the new social media app, the word lemon and the number eight. I love creating content on there. Remember, no matter where you are in life right now, get grounded, get focused, get some clarity about your life and what you really want, and do not forget to love. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.